Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And I am super excited about today's show. Today, we're diving in deep to Jeff Bezos's favorite holiday. Yes, this is a holiday all about shopping. You love it. I love it. As Amazon sellers, we love it. We're talking about Prime Day 2021. How do we prepare for it? How do we maximize it? How do we extend the value and the impact from Prime Day to beyond? This episode is brought to you by e-commerce influence. If you enjoy my podcast, you've got to check out e-commerce influence hosted by my friend, Austin Bronner. Austin interviews world-class e-commerce operators like native deodorant founder, Moise Ali, Movement Watches CEO, Jake Kassan, and Pure Vita Bracelets founder, Griffin Thal. He deep dives into what's working right now to scale your business, and he offers a refreshing break from the crush it culture plaguing our industry. The e-commerce influence podcast will not only change your perspective on building your business, it'll change your perspective on what's possible for your life. I've known Austin for years. He's the real deal. And he's someone you need to listen to if you're serious about growing your business. Check out the e-commerce influence podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. Today, man, I get to bring on some of my team, some of OMG's very own, some of our best and brightest. And I'm just going to grill them with questions about uh, what we're planning and thinking for for our clients, for our brands on Amazon this year. And so uh, I want to first welcome back to the show. And I think this is, man, this may be four. Is it real quick, Chris, is this the fourth episode you've been on or, or five? Uh, I think it's fourth. I think it's the fourth. That, that, that was that yeah. was my thought as well. So, uh, Chris Tyler, he is our Amazon director. Tons of experience. He's kind of a, a, a PPC mad scientist, a little bit of a savant when it comes to PPC. But he also just understands business growth and online marketing and knows the Amazon platform inside and out. And he's becoming a really solid podcast guest as well. And he's got a fun background that he's using right now if you're watching the video. So uh, welcome back to the show, Chris. And how's it going, man? Man, it's good to be here. Things are going well, keeping busy, but uh, always have time for your podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to say that, but I, but I, but I also I feel like you meant it. So that that's that's uh, that's all that, all that matters. So, and then in addition to that, we've got a newcomer. This and and I just found out this is the first time that this guest has ever appeared on a podcast. And so we're bringing on our Amazon specialist, and she heads up our Amazon full service offerings. She's got seven years experience managing brands on Amazon. That's like a lifetime. That's like a lifetime of years working on Amazon. She's very very bright. Uh, she's managed some amazing brands on the Amazon platform. We're just thrilled to have her at OMG. But I want to welcome to the show, Miss Amber Norell. Amber, how's it going? Good, Brad. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for taking the time, guys. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to dive in. And, and as we get started, I just want to uh, kind of set the stage. I want to look at Prime Day globally, right? We all know it's huge. We all know it's the, you know, the biggest day of the year uh, for Amazon sellers, the biggest few days of the year, typically. Uh, but just a, to, a quick recap. So, so last year, 2020... Odd year, right? Obviously, because of the pandemic and all the things that that, that transpired there. Um, there was such a huge COVID bump with e-commerce and Amazon had crazy 
volume all throughout the year that that they weren't ready to do Prime Day in July like usual. So for the first year ever, Prime Day was in Q4. Prime Day was in October last year. But it was still a big increase over 2019. So let me just kind of unpack the growth, talk about the growth a little bit over the last couple of years of Prime Day. And then I want to get Chris and Amber's perspective on what are we anticipating for, for this year? What are we expecting? So in 2019, total of about 7 billion, 7.19 billion, I believe, in total sales on Prime Day. That's when it was in July. And this is according to uh, Statista. Uh, and that represented about a 70% year over year growth in 2019. Last year, again, it was really kind of the kickoff to holiday shopping because it was in October. 10.4 billion in total sales. So nice increase, really just a huge, huge couple of days there, but it was a slower growth rate. So it was a 40% year over year growth rate from 2019. Uh, so now as we look at 2021, uh, I wanna, I've got some thoughts here, but but curious, Chris and Amber, what, what are you thinking? What are you expecting in terms of year-over-year growth and total volume? And, and just what, what do you think we can expect? And I'll, I'll dig into a couple of specifics in a minute, but just globally, what are you expecting this year for Prime Day? Yeah, yeah. I think, go ahead, Chris. Uh, no, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so I think similar to any year, we're going to expect to see a normal growth. Um, I think more similarly to 2020, we can expect some curveballs just because of the state that we're still in. Um, you know, something's popping up, move, movement of deadlines. Um, but similar to 2019, I think we can expect a more normalized timeline where we're not so close to Q4 experiencing um, really difficult situations with inventory going in and running out of inventory from Prime Day and trying to replenish with replenishment limits. Um, I think that's something that could clear up a little bit this year. Yeah, awesome. What about you, Chris? Yeah, uh, I agree with everything Amber said. Uh, yeah, I think that could be your strategy for this show, Chris. You could just say, like, no, I totally agree with Amber. Uh, you uh, kind of given away, yeah, my plan. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to think of something. I tipped, I tipped you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do think the benefits of this Prime Day is we have months to prepare. Uh, there shouldn't be any challenges on Amazon's end. I remember last year, uh, clients kept saying, like, all right, when is it really? When is the date? And our kind of even references people that we kind of chatted with within Amazon were like, Hey, we don't know, or we can't right. tell you. And it was like a few weeks. It felt like before and they're like, here's prime day. Yep. So I think as advertisers, there was challenges we face. And then even the customers not really knowing when it was coming out, um, we're not going to face those headwinds. So I do think it'll be more normalized this year. I do think though, on top of that, um, it's going to be hard to follow 2019, 70% growth, right? As these numbers increase, um, you know, I think you said 10 billion last year, even 40% is 4 billion, which is more than 2020 40% growth. So I, I can't say I'd see the 70% because that 7 billion would be pretty massive, though uh, that'd be fantastic. But I do think it'd be normalized. I do think we have time. So as, as a team on our end and as advertisers, being able to prep for that is going to be just so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you guys. I think, you know, once you get into really huge numbers, which Amazon has been there for a long time, but $10 billion over a couple of days, you know, doubling that or increasing that by 70% is I think going to be really, really tricky outside of some crazy outside circumstances, right? Like a global pandemic, like, like last year, obviously we hopefully won't be dealing with anything like that this, this July, 
But yeah, I think we can say going to wait and be bigger than last year, almost certainly, probably a slower growth rate, uh, but lots more opportunity, I think, this year for sellers to benefit because of the things you mentioned, because there's not as many inventory concerns and because we do have clear a clear timeline. And, and so we can execute that and, and be ready. Um, any any specific things you guys might share on on what you're expecting this year in terms of, you know, ad spend and, uh, you know, yeah, we'll just start with ad spend. Any any expectations there for this year, and and what clients might expect uh, with ad spend for Prime Day? Yeah, I, I think looking at the numbers from twenty 2020 twenty and twenty nineteen, there has been an increase use, uh, in CPC. Um, also, you know the correlation with Prime Day growth, uh, whether it's forty or seventy five percent does tie into ad spend growing with that. So that's naturally going to happen. Amazon continually kind of is expanding their PPC offering, right? Uh, some of that pay to play kind of mentality comes in. Granted, you know, if you get organic, that's the place to be. So I, I, I do think expectations are um, ad spend will increase at the same rate or even a little more than previous prime day periods. Uh, and then one specific campaign call out, I would say is like sponsoring video. That was Pretty new last year, uh, kind of the golden era, and um, still performance is great with advertisers we're working with. But CPC and A costs do uh, continue to tick up as more and more advertisers get into that space. And so that's one kind of depending on your goals, your your margin, and what you're trying to accomplish, you definitely want to review and see if you should be pushing or if the numbers just don't line up with maybe the goals you've you've set in terms of expanding ad spend there. Yeah, it's really it's very similar to Q4 on on other platforms as well, right? So so I'm more of a, a Google guy in terms of my background and my day to day. But you know, when holiday comes, search shopping the CPCs do go up, but conversions rate conversion rates also go up. So performance is still good, volume is up. So it's guaranteed we're going to spend more, right? And and uh, wholeheartedly agree that sponsor brand video is you know a place to be right now. And even though it's getting more competitive, it's still very powerful and I think should, should serve us well uh, and our clients well for, um, for Prime Day. Anything you would add to that, Amber? Nope. I am totally in agreement with you guys. Cool. And just for those that don't know, I'm going to all show this really quickly. This is what a, a sponsor brand video ad looks like. It's used to be video in search. I think most people know, but just in case not, it's where, you know, you see that video ad in the search results as you're cruising through and looking for products on Amazon. So it's probably my favorite ad unit right now on Amazon because I've always loved video and I just love to tie in with video and search and it's pretty powerful. So uh, awesome. Let's talk now about our game plan, our plan of attack. So how do we get the most from Prime Day. I think it's clear that, that most sellers could do nothing and still see a bump, right? Because there's more shopping, more people on the platform, rising tide raises all ships type of thing. But why would you want to do that? Like, why not come with a game plan so you can maximize those couple of days and build some momentum there that you can carry on into the rest of the year and into, into holiday shopping and things like that. So Let's talk about this, Amber. Um, as we're looking at at planning how we're going to maximize Prime Day, uh, talk to me about Prime exclusive discounts and Prime Week coupons. Because just like holiday shopping, people do expect Prime Day deals, and so you know they're ready to buy, but they don't want to buy at full price. They're looking for deals typically. So, 
What advice would you give around Prime exclusive discounts and, and Prime Week coupons? So I, just from experience, have noticed that the Prime exclusive discounts do tend to create a higher lift. Um, part of that could be because the minimum for setting those up is higher. You have to offer a minimum of 20% off. Um, but they also have a deal or like a deal badge that says prime week deal exclusive. So it kind of ups that urgency where they feel like, you know, it's not just a standard coupon, you know, I need to buy now in order to get this discount. Um, I think they're super effective. And if it's something that you can uh, set up, you definitely should. Some things to keep in mind is that you do have to have FBA inventory available. Again, that 20% off. Um, and the deadline to submit those are two weeks prior to the event, which we don't know the event dates. So we don't have a firm deadline on that. Um, we're tending to just kind of submit them now just so they're you know out of mind. Um, and you can cancel them at any time, but you like once that deadline hits, you will not be able to set them up at all. So uh, definitely get those in if you're wanting to go that route. Awesome. And we are still thinking July, right? That we haven't seen any indications that would lean towards a late June or something. We're still thinking sometime in July. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, Chris. I, I would think so. Uh, it, it's interesting how many people I talk to or, or articles I read and it's like, oh, for sure, June. Oh, no, it's back to July. So to be safe, I would say definitely summer. And I'd probably look at June, July, with July being the, the higher probability. Yeah. So have all your stuff together. And, and I know Amber's going to cover some more dates for a few other things, a few other deadlines. And we also have an, an amazing resource and awesome blog post that Amber put together. Thank you, Amber, that we'll link to that has all the dates there. So you, you can have that as, a, as an easy reference. Um, but yeah, just kind of plan on, okay, it could be late June into July, you know, kind of three to four weeks in there just, just to be safe to prepare there. So uh, I like that though. I, and, I, and considering, okay, what's going to create the, the greatest lift? What has the best perceived value to the customer? What does maybe Amazon favor? And then what have we seen as far as results? So you're saying that Prime exclusive discount is working a little better than just doing a coupon during Prime Week. Yeah, it tends to work a little better. I mean, a coupon's always a great fallback because it will show up on all um, ad types. So it is still giving that extra incentive. Um, and at least it's something, I think the minimum is 5% for that. Um, so it's, you know, if you have products that have tighter margins, it's definitely yeah. the way to go. And I've seen coup standard coupons get submitted like during Prime Day and go through. So there's a little more flexibility with the deadline there. Nice. That's awesome. Okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about lightning deals. And I, I only uh, have a slight understanding of, of lightning deals. I've seen them obviously, uh, but you guys are the pros on setting these up and maximizing these. What advice would you give around lightning deals? Yeah. So lightning deals, the, if you're listening to this podcast, the deadline has already passed. You can't <laughs> opt into them now, but if you were able to slide some through, um, definitely be keeping an eye on your price prior. Uh, you don't want anything off of Amazon at a lower price point that can cause a deal cancellation. Keep an eye on the timelines because if you get like a really wonky date or it's like late into prime week, maybe you feel like you want to cancel it. Just knowing that that, um, that, price to, to opt into a lightning deal is 500 bucks per deal. Um, that would be my main thing is just watch your pricing on Amazon and off. Don't make any crazy pricing increases uh, 30 days leading up to Prime Day. Nice. Uh, you said 500 bucks per deal. Can you, can you explain that? Yeah. So there is a $500 
price to run a deal during prime. Oh, got it, got Normally it, got it. it's one fifty, right? Okay, I was thinking some kind of discount or what was something we we're showing the customer, and I was I was confused by that. Okay, totally makes sense. Um, let's talk then about storefront deal pages. So that's something that we help with at OMG. We help build you know, client storefronts and really help maximize those. I think that that's an important part of managing your brand and growing your brand and, and really maximizing Amazon as a channel. But talk to me, Amber, about storefront deal pages. What are those? How do we get, get max value out of those? Yeah, so a deal page is super easy to set up. It's just a matter of setting up an additional page on your storefront. There's a module that you can use um, that's featured deals. You basically just populate any ASINs that you plan on running a coupon or a lightning deal or anything like that into that module. And it's basically done. And you can run traffic to that page. Um, sponsored brand ads will give us some flexibility to mention Prime Day. So we can, as long as we're canceling it on Prime Day so that it's ending with the event, um, we'll have- Because we want it to be a true Prime Day deal and not just something we're calling right. prime, a Prime Day deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we can run uh, additional ads there and it's really just highlighting anything that's going to- um, have some sort of incentive. The other thing that's really cool about this module is that it's dynamic. So say you're running, um, you know, a deal during prime day and then some during prime week, it's going to change out according to deals and like very few of the modules on Amazon are dynamic. So that's a pretty cool thing where you're not having to monitor it. That's awesome. Uh, Chris Tyler, anything you would add to on, on storefronts? So that's something you've been involved with. And we've definitely seen uh, an impact and a benefit as we have clients, you know, we help build out their, their storefront. Anything you would say to that in general or, or to deal pages? Uh, I would say we've seen solid success, even uh, when creating these not during Prime Day. Um, and we have some clients around some aggressive deals during their own seasonality. And so I'm excited this Prime Day, what it can do. And as Amber said, you know, be able to run sponsored brand campaigns. I can run DSP and we'll talk on that a little bit later. I think we'll just do really well. Um, and then one thing I would add, kind of the coupon and kind of exclusive discount uh, discussion is one one cool thing with those, especially if you're a uh, category in a product that does get repurchased or is a really high margin, um, going aggressive with those Prime Day discounts, we have seen much higher improvement in, in performance compared to like coupons, though so both do really well. Um, so being able to plan out that, you can tie that to, okay, what's going to be in the storefront? How aggressive do you want to be? Um, what other kind of PPC and DSP do you want to run for that? Um, so just be thinking if you're in that space, uh, that 20% steep as a coupon, but could do really well to bring in new customers, improve your subscribe and save count, uh, and a few other things. Nice. Okay, awesome. So I, I want to talk about something now that I think, uh, well, it would just be interesting to, to dive into this a little bit. You know, people are getting all excited about Prime Day and we're talking about how do we maximize and get the most from it. And I have a suspicion that there may be some people that are saying, you know, my listings are not all that well optimized, right? And Chris Tyler talked about, hey, I want my ads to really be performing well and at their peak, but also organic. I want to capitalize on organic. So, I'm going to optimize my listings. Let me see if I can get more organic traffic and optimize those listings. Amber, what would you say to people that are that are having this internal urge to uh, maximize and and tweak their product detail pages and, and their product listings on Amazon? Don't do this in the weeks leading up to Prime Day. Do this well in advance. So this is something you should be doing now. Look at your search term reports, things that are converting really well for you that are maybe missing from your listing, especially your title. 
work that in now because if you experience like a listing suppression or de-indexing, you do not want to be dealing with that during, you know, the days leading up to Prime Day. Another thing to consider is that A-plus content is now taking up to seven days to review. So if you're considering like testing different things in your A-plus content, you don't want to be waiting to get things approved. I mean, it's taken, like if you make additional revisions, it's taken three weeks in some instances for changes to go through for us. It's crazy right now. Um, so be doing that now. And, and now is in like the time we're recording. Probably by the time yeah. you're listening, <laughs> the answer is just don't do it. Until it's after too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, another thing that you can definitely leverage is experiments under brand features in Seller Central. So if you want to really like prove that you you are what you're doing is working, um, do some A/B tests with the title, the A plus content, the main images, so that it's serving uh, two different options through that tool, and you can really weigh that out and go with the best option during Prime Day. Awesome, awesome. Anything you would add to that, Chris? No, I uh, I agree with Amber. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, <laughs> game plan is in action. Yeah. Acted. Yes, I agree with Amber. Very smart. I like it. Okay, good. Uh, that's brilliant. Okay, so let's talk about Amazon posts. And this is something that they could be a new concept, at least at least some people listening. But what are Amazon posts? How do we utilize them for Prime Day? Yeah, so for Amazon Post, it's something that should definitely, I feel, be implemented because it's driving free clicks. I mean, where are you going to get free traffic on Amazon other than that? Um, we don't have the ability to see what's actually converting, which is kind of a bummer, but we can see the, the clicks now, which is great. Um, you can easily repurpose anything you're using on social, so it's, you know, very low effort to do that. And kind of breaking news this week, we've spotted that posts are automatically populating on Amazon storefront as a page. Nice. Um, so if you, you're running, you know, ads to your storefront, your posts are going to be showing up there. It's also something that you can use to kind of promote a lightning deal. So you can schedule it at the same time frame or like right ahead of a lightning deal that you know is going to run. And, and how do you, for those that are unfamiliar that don't know, how do posts drive organic traffic. And, and Chris, you want to talk about this one? Because I know you've, you've done quite a bit with posts, maybe not as much around Prime Day, but in, in general. Sure. Yeah. Um, so placement for posts uh, are in mobile, the um, product pages, the own brands pages, competitor pages. Uh, in the past few months, it actually also came out that it could show on the bottom of search results, which is pretty awesome. So it's not just relegated to specific pages. Um, and then brands have their own feed that um, customers can follow the brand and be able to see what posts come out. Uh, and we actually have a couple brands with several thousand followers, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, and, and I think that Amazon has a focus on kind of brand presence and building that whole brand equity. That post, what they're doing with Storefront are going to be more and more important. And so I think you mentioned it at the beginning of the post section, just saying, some people might not know this, and I, I, it's a pleasant surprise to a certain extent because we're able to tell them, but there's enough audits we do that I'm saying, hey, what about Amazon Post? You're running that. And they're like, what? Um, so I think that that value alone, if you're not running, it's setting it up, reviewing what it does, what you can put out there, and then putting the game plan we're kind of saying in place uh, can do a lot of, of good for free essentially. Yeah. And, and not a huge amount of effort either, right? I mean, you want to, you want to be strategic, you want to think it through, but it's not 
a mountain of work and then there's no cost other than, than creating the content and, and right you, you've got the uh one image and you can put up to 10 ease and it used to be just one ace and now you can put uh child variations in there and i think it's up to 2,000 characters though we usually recommend like a paragraph or so people aren't really gonna read a whole uh novel within that um and at least at the time of this recording they're not uh indexing by the keywords and characters you put in that content um, they do auto kind of categorize what your product is. And so your post can go into whatever space your normal category is uh, in. Um, so I would just be more attention grabbing and, and clearly stating what the product is or what it does. Lifestyle images do best. Don't do the white background images um, and, and try to improve click the rate. Think kind of that social proof mentality. Yep. Love it. Love it. Let's talk about, let's talk about another concept that I, I just think is awesome. And, and I've always, I've always enjoyed infomercials. I like, I like a good sales pitch. It's just, it's just fun for me. I guess I'm a little bit weird that way, but let's talk about Amazon live. So Amber, what is Amazon live? How can we use it for prime day? So Amazon Live is an option where you can live stream um, depending on whether or not you're using a brand account or you have an influencer doing this for you. It'll show up in various places. Um, main place is the Amazon Live hub. Um, also, if you have like a, a brand account or like a seasoned influencer account, it'll actually show up on the detail page. Um, my thoughts on Amazon Live are, you know, we're getting a boost in traffic on Prime Day. Uh, it gives you a rare opportunity to really like engage with customers real time. Um, it can be really impactful to showcase products that have lightning deals um, and answer questions while it's happening. Um, from what I have seen, it converts really well on Prime Day. Um, Click-through rate is great on Amazon Live videos and you can get a huge burst of views and traffic. Uh, so I think if you have someone in place that has that experience and is familiar with OBS, it's super easy and it's a no-brainer to definitely tap into that during Prime Day. Sorry, what, what, what was that acronym you just used? Uh, OBS. Which is what, sorry? It's a, it's a streamer software that you got use. Got it, got yeah. it, got it, okay, okay. <laughs> And, and yeah, I mean, you know, people love QVC and they love to see, even though there's like a little bit of cheesiness to those things, sometimes people like to see a product live in action and see people uh, uh, demoing it and talking about it and stuff like that. I think this ties in really well to, hey, retail is a hobby for some people, right? There's there's shopping therapy that goes on and, and we like to watch uh, and see demos and explanations. So, so definitely tap into Amazon Live if you can. Uh, let's talk about ad budgets. So, you know, we already talked about this a little bit and, you know, what some expectations are there, but let's, let's maybe put some parameters around that just a little bit and, and create some expectations of, okay, we're expecting this, this huge lift in overall traffic and lift in competition, more advertisers kind of jumping into the fray and, and bidding on keywords or increasing their bids on keywords. So uh, I'll, I'll pose this to you first, Chris, and then and Amber, I want to hear your perspective too. How are you advising clients to adjust or look at their, you know, prepare their ad budgets yep. for Prime Day? Yeah, great question. Um, for specific answers, we always like to go client by client yeah. and be able to look at their own data. But high level, the things we're looking at is what are the trends for the past couple of years of Prime Days? We know there's anomalies with last year, but we don't want to say that that is worthless, right? So just seeing what happened then, 
Uh, what were some wins? What were some challenges? Uh, what were things that are available now that weren't then that they should be using? And if they are using, should be pushed? Um, and then breaking down that prime day period into the lead up, the, the two days uh, of the run uh, of prime day, and then the follow up. Because I did mention earlier, we normally see a, a 10% plus uh, increase in sales post prime day. So we want to prep for that, right? We want to capitalize on that. As and and post prime day, how long is that post prime day window typically? And again, I mean, obviously it's different for every client, but how long does that 10% average bump last after prime day? I would say for most clients, it actually kind of starts that next level of growth for some that are seasonality based. It's, it's about two weeks and then they'll kind of settle into wherever their numbers should be. Um, but we found as we get more aggressive kind of post prime day with, uh, DSP coupons, PPC, um, that, that kind of pushes the next quarter, at least in our view to be a, a bit stronger. Um, obviously as it fits the KPIs, uh, the clients are, are going after, uh, but I would look the two weeks after, but use that as kind of a, a jumping board for the next few yeah. months. So maybe that just unlocks a new level of growth. Prime Day kind of unlocks that. And now we can accelerate growth just a little bit afterwards. Yeah, we've seen success with that. I also think that uh, obviously every client and, and for us, we, we work on this with our clients. We want to know what the strategy is all the time, right? Like, what are you going for? Is it A-cross, tacos, growth, a mixture? And it always is a combination. But determining what it is that you as an advertiser want to be um, seeing during Prime Day, some Clients just want to do that. Hey, I'm a, I'm just going to rise with the tide. Others want to own the space for products or keywords or just capitalize on sales with some coupons and deals. So I think high level figuring that out is key to even talk any kind of budgets. And then based on deals, coupons, promotions you're running, go product level to figure out, okay, where should uh, budget be spent during the, the, the lead up, during and after, but at the product level, because if you're running a deal on 10% of your products, those need to have some focus and not just one size uh, fits all. Awesome. Amber, anything you would add to that or did, did Chris do a good job? Or do you want to like make him feel good and just say, I agree with Or, or did I do a I bad job? <laughs> <laughs> that was really kind of you, Amber, to, to help Chris out like that. So, okay, <laughs> I, agree, I, agree, I agree with Chris as well. Okay, good. So let's, uh, let's move on then. I want to talk about DSP and... Uh, typically, if I'm invited to speak at a YouTube event, or, or I'm sorry, tell where what I usually talk about is YouTube. <laughs> I get invited to speak at an Amazon event or Amazon podcast. I'm usually talking about DSP. I love it. It's, it's fascinating to me. Um, so, just a quick explanation of what DSP is, and then I want to I want to dive in and I want to hear from both of you on why you view DSP as a bit of a secret weapon for. Amazon sellers for Prime Day. And, and not that DSP itself is secret so much anymore. I think a lot of people are talking about it, but it could be a secret weapon for Prime Day. So DSP, for those that don't know, stands for Demand Side Platform. It's really just a way to target shoppers on Amazon, off Amazon, but based on their Amazon shopping behavior. So you can run ads that appear on news sites or blog sites or things like IMBD or other Amazon-owned properties, or just across the web, even like kind of through a backdoor of the Google Display Network, you can run ads to people, display ads, based on what they're doing on, on Amazon. So it could be remarketing ads, people that have viewed your ASINs on Amazon, they didn't buy, now you can hit them up with an ad on, you know, potentially ESPN.com or something like that and get them to, to come back. So there's all kinds of opportunities with Amazon DSP. I think it's, it's um, still not a fully understood platform, 
conceptually, yet yeah, people understand it, but how to maximize it, people don't typically understand that. Um, so uh, I'll kind of up to both of you. I don't know who wants to start, but why do you view DSP as kind of a secret weapon and how should sellers approach DSP for Prime Day? Yeah, I, I, agree I can with take Chris. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, she, I was going to say whatever yes. Amber says. Um, <laughs> this is super productive, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you mentioned, uh, DSP isn't as secret anymore. Um, there are more advertisers that are leaning into it. Um, but I would say the secret weapon part is that full funnel approach. Um, so lowest hanging fruit is retargeting, um, repurchasing, cross promotion, things like that. And, and those should always be run. Uh, and one benefit, obviously, during Prime Days, you're going to have an increased traffic. So you want to kind of lean into that and make sure you have the budget for it. But the secret weapon part is... Marketing audiences will suddenly balloon. So you get a lot more people to, to target on your remarketing list. And, and then, yeah, cross promotion... Uh, repeat purchase stuff or just just true remarketing that there's going to be a huge opportunity for that. So, yeah, awesome. Right. Yeah, and that's naturally going to happen. But the the, the higher in the funnel aspect says you can push that more leading up to Prime Day. You can have that competitive advantage that um, maybe other competitors are leaning into. And so that's competitor targeting. So targeting people that have used your competitors and not purchased their products or yours. Uh, you in market, people that are in market for the category you're in. Um, and there's a few others uh, with different placements, but it's kind of that just throughout. Uh, and one of the strategies we run is kind of the two weeks prior, we start to ramp up that uh, targeting because you want to feed the funnel, right? You want to be able to, um, during prime day period and onwards, be able to retarget to those. And um, one of the benefits of that, especially if you're running a deal, uh, any type of promotion, that does show in the ad copy. When you're running a dynamic e-commerce ad, which is just the uh, way of saying the creative you build within DSP, um, and and you can kind of push awareness for that product leading up to Prime Day, and then as you run those deals, get really aggressive on the retargeting and the competitor targeting. If you're running a Prime Day exclusive discount of twenty percent, and your competitors not being able to target people who view those competitors and and have not purchased yet with your twenty percent off Prime Day badge is such a unique way to steal sales. I don't think there's other platforms that do it quite this way. Um, so I think there's kind of a secret open approach there. Um, and one of the things we also say is, uh, going back to that two weeks after Prime Day when we're going to see a lift, um, we found really good success, even putting like a 5% coupon, 10% coupon, and running that retargeting still for people that viewed your product, even during Prime Day period when you have that influx and it's not purchased. Um, we also normally add in purchases of competitors as exclusions because someone could obviously look at your product during Prime Day, buy another, hopefully not, hopefully you're doing everything we said and that's not going to happen. Um, but the ability to kind of extend that audience targeting, that that influx with DSP and coupons does kind of fulfill that beginning to end approach to our strategy and it adds another layer that I think um, not not as many advertisers are using as as I thought. And so... I think it's a secret weapon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Amber, anything you want to add to DSP? Nope. I think that was pretty well uh, put together. Chris, did you want to talk on the dynamic ads and like that as an alternative maybe? Yes. Uh, great thought, Amber. Um, so sponsor display um, is DSP light, light, light. Uh, with DSP, you can manipulate where the ads are often on Amazon, device types, 
timelines, ASINs, things like that. But sponsor display is enhancing and improving what it offers. And recently, um, a new update came out where they so allowed- just maybe clarify that just really quickly, Chris. So, so Amazon DSP is a separate platform, separate program. It has minimums you have to sign up for. It. There's some there's some hoops you got to jump through to get that yeah. going, or, or an agency can help you. Um, but the benefit is you have all kinds of control, just all kinds of control on who you target and who you exclude and and where you show up and all kinds of stuff. But then there's also sponsored display, which you call it the light, light, light version, which I would agree with you. Um, easier to set up, easier to get going. Uh, but yeah, so, so, so talk about the differences there a little bit. Right, yeah, and that's available within seller or vendor. Um, so it's something that anyone can access. And, and the benefit there is the accessibility to it, but up till now, it's been very limited in what you can target. Um, Amazon rolled out an update where now you can go after in-market, uh, life events, lifestyle, and interests. Um, and this is really new. We're testing it. Uh, don't have the results. Maybe at the time of this publishing, we'll have like a maybe some stats we can add. Um, but the benefit to this is there's no minimums. Uh, with DSP, you need 5,000 unique visitors for your audience. And you can combine ASINs, but for... Uh, advertisers that have new products or maybe products that just don't meet that threshold, which like everyone has, I think running these type of campaigns helps kind of give you the potential on that light version, but still meaningful uh, in general, but leading up to Prime Day and, and kind of using a similar strategy in a condensed version, um, I think can do well. So I recommend everyone kind of looking at sponsor display, getting familiarized with this new update because I do think it will be impactful. That's awesome. Really good. So before we kind of talk about maybe a couple of dates to remember, although we'll, we'll mainly keep that focus in our blog post that Amber wrote, just because that'll be an easier reference. Uh, I want to just kind of step back a minute and, and think what, what broad general Prime Day recommendations do we have? Anything we missed? Anything that you would add as we, as we look to kind of wrap up here? Yeah, I think just going back to making sure everything's really aligned, um, make sure that you don't have coupon overlap. So if you have a deal going, um, you don't have coupons scheduled or you're monitoring that and canceling them and restarting them after the deal closes, because um, you definitely don't want to stack coupons unless that's your you know intention. Um, just making sure that your, your budgets and... Um, you know, what you're monitoring in PPC is aligned with your deals. So if you have a lightning deal going um, and you have a high budget auto campaign, you don't want it, that to just go through the, the roof again, unless that's your intention. Um, so I think it's really just keeping an eye on everything holistically. Um, again, off Amazon pricing is huge. Make sure everything is stable for L30 leading up to Prime Day. Cool. And when you say off Amazon pricing, mainly what you mean is you don't want there to be a, a lower price off Amazon leading up to Prime Day or during Prime Day, all that, that, that will hurt you significantly. Right. And don't make, I, I would recommend if you can, if you're going to increase pricing on Amazon, do it incrementally and do it like before the, the 30 days leading up to Prime Day. Don't start making changes during that month leading up. Great. Great advice. Chris, anything in general from you? Yeah, so taking that same thought of stability, uh, bringing it to the PPC side, um, I think thinking of what type of campaigns you're going to want to be running during Prime Day and, and for what products and having those have data prior to Prime Day is key. Like, don't think, oh, I'm going to build all these campaigns like the week of Prime Day and just push them, right? You want to have um, some historical significance within Amazon, get the data, be able to have an efficient 
um, KPI, whatever that may be for you. And things that stand out are like telemetry display, like we talked on. I would start testing that ASAP so you have a month or two of data, um, so you know it's working and you know where to push. Um, and then sponsoring video, even though more advertisers are using it, uh, there's still a huge amount of growth potential to kind of scale to, to more products. And um, I think that's one where if you're going to do that, do it a month or two prior so that you can kind of leading up to it, get data, tweak it. Because the idea with Prime Day is you're going to lift budgets and push what you know will work, ideally, instead of saying, hey, here's new campaigns and like, let's spend a lot and hopefully get the desired outcome. So I think prep work so that you're stable during Prime Day is key. Yeah, uh, so this has been brilliant. Thank you guys so much. I, I love the idea, though, of thinking about this and being strategic, regardless of what your product is, regardless of your category. You know, maybe Prime Day historically has been pretty good for you. Maybe it's been gigantic for you. I think just getting the most you can out of it, right? How do we leverage it so that those couple of days are, are huge, but so that we leverage that for growth beyond that? And that takes some planning and some prep and, and some strategy. So uh, maybe just a couple of dates to keep in mind, Amber, and then and then we'll we'll mainly link to our, our resource. But but any any uh, really important dates you want to point out? Yeah, I would just keep an eye on inventory shipments. Um, that'll be in the blog post, but uh, just depending on different regions and where you're selling, um, make sure that you're getting your inventory in and plenty of inventory in uh, well in advance. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, guys. Fantastic, man. You, you crushed it. I, I guess, you know, uh, it's, it's going to happen again. I'm going to have to invite Chris back for the, for the fifth time and Amber for sure inviting you back. Uh, for a second go around here very soon. So thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the time. Even though I didn't really give you an option, but I, I do appreciate it. <laughs> this was exciting. <laughs> and you guys, yes, thanks, thanks for it. having us. Yeah. Awesome. And as always, really appreciate you as well. So we'd love your feedback. What would you like to hear more of on the show? And if you haven't already, uh, leave us that review on iTunes. Let us know what you think about the show. It helps other people discover the podcast and hopefully get some good stuff out of it. And hey, if you know other Amazon sellers that could benefit from this podcast, share it with them and uh, love to connect with you on the socials as well. And so with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.